Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Twisty Podcast, where me, Nikki, and Esther give you guys advice from the questions that you ask us from people who really need advice themselves. Before we recorded this, Carl ate three chicken wings and I just got off the phone with the animal hospital and it's been a really stressful night. And let me tell you, it is 10pm and I think I've had one of the worst days not worst days, worst mornings of my life. You never told me why it was a bad morning. Should I tell you? I'll tell you. Okay, first of all, if there wasn't enough already in the entire world going on, the town where I'm from had to have a hurricane yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's so, a disaster, guys. I want to say, like, I'm not trying to jinx it or anything, but my house is one of the only houses, I think, in the entire New York and New Jersey that has power. Like, our grocery stores don't have power. I don't know. But either way, I was sitting in my office yesterday, and... It started raining. I'm like, fine. Rain happens all the yeah. time. It was a little extra windy. One of the windows blew in. Kind of dramatic <laughs> oh, and exciting. Um, so I had a dentist appointment. So, of course, I get in the car to drive to the dentist. And your car exploded. Well, I was really oh. scared the car would blow away. But first of all, I was wearing Birkenstocks. I don't know if you know, but Birkenstocks and rain don't, don't mix. match well no. together. Oh, no, your socks were all wet. My socks, my Oh, I hate my wet socks. I yeah, hate it was socks. terrible. Anyways, I'm driving to the dentist and covering the road is trees and everything's falling and I'm having like panic attacks. Were like, you on? Get there safely. Get there safely. I don't know if you guys have heard about the law of attraction. We'll do an episode on that later on. Yeah. But basically, instead of focusing on trees falling, I wanted to focus on getting there safely. So I just kept saying, I'm getting there safely. I'm getting there safely. I'm getting there safely. Please Were you there for the there explosion? Safely. No. So wait, I, I'm driving and all of a sudden there's live wires just hanging in the road. I was there before the cops even got there. Oh my I was God. driving at the beginning of the hurricane and I'm like, Freaking out, but I need to go to the dentist, obviously, so number Very one priority. Important. I get to the dentist. Lo- being alive? Going to the dentist. What's more important? I'll Listen, let you, you guys decide. you can't be alive if you have dirty teeth, I'm just <laughs> saying. True. You need your cleaning. Oh my god. Anyways, I get to the dentist, and everyone's freaking out about this hurricane, and then I drove back to work, and the entire office does not realize how bad it has gotten. It didn't seem that bad. It, That's why. Because everyone was like, I, I said to Isaac, I'm like, hey, should I come pick you up now? He's like, you can't drive in this. I'm like, why not? It didn't look, it didn't it literally look so looked bad. like rain and wind. Like, it wasn't, whatever. It was terrible. So, obviously, I lose power first thing in the morning. My family, no power, no hot water, nothing. So, I charge up everything at work, and then I was like, no, I'm not going home. So, I went to a friend's house, and the rain just, at, like, 5 p.m., just stopped. Like, yeah, completely. just stopped. Clear sky, gorgeous weather. Right? The, the grass was dry, like, two hours later. Yeah. But, like, the whole world was shuttered. But, but the entire Trees. town was, like... There were trees. I mean, there's power houses. lines every. Yeah, I saw that power we're gonna line. Post there, was, there was a transformer that blew up, but there was a huge fire. Yeah, there was a bunch of fires. So actually, on the way back, I'm like, I called my boss because I was blocked in on three sides, like to get back to work. Yeah. I was like, what am I supposed to do? But either way, I figured it out. And so last night was like really hectic. And being that I'm leaving in a week, I was, all my schedules are like minute to minute. And right. I couldn't do anything right. yesterday. So I got home and I'm just going to give a little secret away. I'm kind of scared of the dark. Super scared <gasps> of the dark. I'm scared of the dark. I'm so scared well, of the dark. Well, you know that. I sleep with the TV on because I'm terrified of the dark. So I sleep with the light on every night. Yeah. So I had to keep a 24-hour candle by my bed because the what lanterns. What is with candles? Well, that is not safe. Yes, candles are not safe. Well, it is not safe to keep candles lit in okay. places where fires could happen. Can I explain to you my thoughts? A lantern, you never know when the battery is going to die. What if it dies in the middle of the night and then I wake up and need water or have to go to the bathroom and I understand. it's pitch black? I would okay. be terrified. Next. Okay, now I'm going to put a scenario in your head. What if you're, something in your room lights on fire from your 24-hour candles and you wake up and you're surrounded by fire from all sides? 
Well, I wake up What's earlier. Bu- <laughs> I'd probably be really hot. So I'd wake up because I would be dying of heat. <gasps> oh but no, I cleared a little area by my head, like by my shelf by my head, and I just... You're not making this better. Whatever. This Either is dangerous. Way. Dangerous <laughs> behavior. <laughs> yes. Do not listen to me. I have an obsession with candles and fire. It's Honestly, really- better to be hot and toasty and die in a fire and dark and lonely. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, you know, I'll remember that for the future. Yeah. This morning was so dramatic. My, I was supposed to get my tires changed, two of my tires for my road trip, and my car guy was coming to my house at 10 a.m. Now, I start work at 9, so it's okay. I'm going to go an hour late to work. He called me like 10 minutes before. There's no reception by my house because all the wires are down. So I had to go onto yep. the porch and try to listen to what he's saying, but the whole thing was breaking up. It was terrible. So I just decided he's not coming on time. I'm going to my next appointment, which was my Apple appointment to switch back my laptop. So I go to Apple and I get there and I'm like, hi, I have an appointment for 11.15. And they're like, here's the line. You can go wait on it. And I'm like, I missed the whole morning of work. I can't sit and wait online. I made an appointment for a reason. Why would you make an appointment if you exactly. were to get online? That I was, makes no sense. I was really frustrated. So you know what? I got back in the car and I drove back to work and I called Apple and I said, listen, this is my situation. I need a return label. I'm not coming to the store anymore. They were like, we're so sorry. Let Come in. We close at seven today. Come in at any point and we'll put you right through. So thank God that worked out in the end. But it was just such a hectic morning. Do you know what time I had my first coffee? What? 2 o'clock p.m. No. Because I didn't have hot water in my house. I went to my uncle's house in the morning. You said you didn't have hot water. They didn't have hot water. Why do you come here? Well, maybe they didn't have coffee. I don't remember. Why do you come here? Because I had to go to work. I was so late. Oh, I had to go to my Apple coffee at your work. And then to work. Isn't no, no. work across on, from Duncan? On the way to work, I stopped at two different Dunkins, and they were both closed. I was like, what is they this? Have power. Power runs on Duncan. Because they don't have power. <laughs> I was so mad. I can't even tell you the mood. I walked you know into what, work though? angry. <laughs> I had to, like, beat I my... Have, I have a positive side of this. Yeah. We can now loot. Because there's no power. It's so easy to loot if there's no power. That's literally Let's go steal the security cameras. (laughs) I got to work at 11.30, but the first thing I had to do was my car guy came to my work to fix my car. Did he? Yeah, he came to my work. That's cute. I'm sitting at my desk at 11.30, and I still haven't had a coffee, and my mind is, my brain is physically hurting, and I'm like, Esther, you are an addict. No, seriously, I can't, like, I don't know if you guys know, me and Esther are Jewish, and we have, you know, we have to fast. I only fast two fasts a year, like the two, like, really important ones. And I would be a fine faster. I don't need to eat or drink. I'm so addicted to coffee that I get so ill. Like, I really can't get out of bed. Yeah, you lay in bed. You can't even turn on the lights because your head is pounding. I don't get people that are just... So how did you go... I only had one coffee today, a medium coffee. So, no, at 1 o'clock, I texted a coworker like, hey, if you plan on ordering food, let me know. She was like, oh, actually, I'm getting food from Dunkin'. Do you want? So I was like, yeah, I'll get a coffee. So then our Uber Eats (laughs) that was delivering our coffee to work... Yes, the Dunkin' is across the street from Yeah, are you serious? No, it's like down the street and like I had come late so I didn't want to leave to go get a okay. coffee. Okay, what about your coworker? So she doesn't drive. Oh. So, and it's like a far, it's like a 15, 20 minute walk. Like she, she, she can't do anyways. That. We ordered and then her Uber Eats picked up her order and didn't bring it to us. They ate our food. <laughs> they <laughs> ate our drinks. I was like, nuh-uh, that did not happen. It was two o'clock and I still hadn't had a coffee. Nuh-uh. I went in the car at two o'clock Sorry to my boss. I went in the car at two o'clock with my coworker and we went to go to Duncan and then they had to remake our order because they stole our order. That is so, and so funny. And so I so drank my first funny. coffee today at 2.30 p.m. Hello, they stole your order. They, they stole straight up stole yeah, it. Yeah, my, my coworker said that people do that all the time. I'm going to start doing that's this. Nice. That's so smart. I was like, that's brilliant. Literally become an Uber driver and go get free food. Just go get free food. I mean, all yeah, right. you get reported usually and like you'll probably yeah, lose your job. Yeah, but you'll just start But it's at least a free meal. <laughs> it's a free meal. I actually had uh, girls once. So 
sign me up to be an Uber driver. No. But they turned me down because my car was too old. <gasps> How rude. Gertie? Gertie. That's so rude. I'm going to, I'm going to, someone, everybody, everybody get on your computers right now. And email, email Uber, Uber and be like, just, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Esther's making me laugh so hard that I just needed to get my inhaler. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just thought of one good reason why it's good to be addicted to coffee. Because I'm not addicted the minute to crack you, cocaine. No, no, the minute you drink your coffee, you're fine. By the you're way, you're in a bad mood, and then boom. Can I just say it's, it's a good drug so many to be people are to. like, and so many people are like, oh my god, you need to get off coffee, and I'm like, why? I love waking up in the morning and making a hot, delicious coffee. When like you, when you're pregnant, you can't have coffee. You can have eight ounces a day. Are you serious? Yeah. That's it? <laughs> I know. That's one coffee a day. Oh, no. How bad is it to really have double I that? only had eight, I had 16 ounces today. But that was one coffee. <laughs> I needed more. I know. Well, how I bad think... is it to really have more than eight ounces a day? Let us know. <laughs> if any of you... Let us know. Yeah. Can somebody let us know? Should we get into the questions? Let's, I feel like we should get into the it. questions. Carl, if you're going to growl... I don't know if you guys... Do it loud enough for the podcast to hear. Not only do it loud enough for the podcast, come out from under the bed. You can't just growl under the bed. What is that going to do? Do you ever feel like you lose him because he's under the bed? I could never find him. Guys, I'm going to post a picture of him on our Instagram. Carl goes under the bed every day, and I'm always like, where's Carl? And I look, and he's like, just way under the bed. What do you do when your friends want to do something that you can't afford? I actually deal with this a lot because in high school, I lived in a really wealthy community. And a lot of the times, and even now still, especially in college in the city when you're living in like apartments, majority of my friends have way more money than me and they can do a lot more things than I can do. And it's been something that's been so hard for me because like, it's almost, I don't know why it's embarrassing to admit it. Yeah, I was going to say it's like challenging when they're all like, oh, let's go do this. And to them, they don't really think about the price of it. And you're just like, I can't afford to pay $40 $40 for one night of fun. And I don't know if you're in high school or in college, but because I think I've come to terms with this as an older, but I can't even, I don't even know if I'd be able to do this if I was in high school, but like I've had to come to the point where I say to people, I'm really sorry. I can't do that. I can't afford it. And that sucks. I have just come to the point where I have to tell people that I can't afford it because I don't really know what else to do because I want to do these things with them, but it gets to a certain point where, like, what are you going to do if you don't have the money to do it? You just have to admit it. You can't keep making excuses because then they're going to think that you hate them or something. They're going to be like, oh, she never wants to come with us. Like, you want to go with them. Just, like, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? I think that if you say that you can't afford it, maybe there will be someone nice that will say, oh, I'll pay for it for you. <laughs> That's happened to me a couple times. Yeah. I love those kind of people. But as someone who is broke and has been broke her whole life and spends money to keep making herself broke... I just want to say, there's a lot of fun, free things that you can find to do. Exactly. So if you if you're not okay, if you're not okay with doing something that costs money, try to find a better option for you and your friends that could be free or a lot less money. And I mean, we can definitely post on Instagram some yeah. different cool places. I know locally in New York, there's a couple areas, and I'll give you a good tip for finding good places. When you're on Instagram and you're looking through everybody and where they're going and what they're doing, a lot of times people will post like their best photos of like gorgeous places or free overlooks and things like that all you need to do is hit on that location and add it to your google maps or just save the location and you can actually get some good ideas for what to do when you're literally struggling and i'm just gonna say i love being broke because it's so much better than having money and spending it on things that like when i work hard for my money and i buy things i'm like wow i just bought myself a new macbook and i'm like that is my goodness that is me that is like 
we're united. Yeah. Me and my back. Yeah. You did that for yourself. And now, every time I say my laptop, I'll replace that for my MacBook. She does. MacBook sounds so more annoying. expensive. She'll always say, my MacBook. My MacBook. <laughs> like, we get it. You have a computer. No, no, no. A Mac. You have a Mac. <laughs> There's a difference. Listen, I didn't spend $1,000 on a computer but I to say a computer. But I you think... Pay for the brand. But I think what you're saying, you make a good point. If your friends keep coming up with all these ideas that are too expensive... Try to outdo them. Like, before they invite you to something, invite them to something that's free. So they see that you're making the effort, but this way you don't have to say to them, hey, I can't afford that. Like, if you don't want to go there, you know, you just have... <laughs> Another thing, you could really avoid, like, the idea of the price. Like, when people say, like, oh, my God, let's go do this, and it costs, like... It's only, it only costs 60 bucks for an hour, but let's go do yeah. it. It sounds so fun. You could be like, oh my God, I just found this gorgeous park. I really love hiking. Let's go there. So completely like avoid. That's exactly it. what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm I know. stealing my idea. No, I know that you're like supposed to, <laughs> if you don't have a better idea, you can't really shut down someone else's idea. So that I agree with. But I'm saying when it comes to price wise, if you yeah. avoid and stick in, let's go hiking. It's free. And they kind of understand the way that your mind is going to be right. working over time. Like the more you're, right. the, you're using things like, right. oh really? 60 bucks oh this thing i saw over here is only 20 dollars, and it's so fun they'll get the hang on their own that like you have a, le- a smaller budget without and having I, to actually say it and i think it's hard for people to understand especially the younger you are when like you're the friend that can't afford things it really is like i don't think people get it they don't think they're doing it maliciously absolutely know? but you know what's really interesting i was actually just thinking about this i've been saying this for years i haven't just been thinking about <laughs> okay. it but um it's so funny because everybody says, like, money doesn't buy happiness and money doesn't do this for you and you can't buy your way through whatever. And I know the phrase, like, well, I would love crying from a yacht better than my bed. But still, <laughs> forget about that for a second. It's interesting how we say that money doesn't buy happiness when a lot of the struggles in this world come from a lack of money. Because at the end of the day, yeah, money won't buy you happiness, but it's going to buy you food. It's going to buy you shelter. It's going to buy you all the important things in life. It's going to buy you you any good time, any cleaning, anything you need. Like you need money in order to do things because our whole world is so financially based, which is such a crazy concept. Yeah, it sucks. You know? I was actually watching the show Shameless last night. Uh, I don't want to put a spoiler. Spoiler for Shameless. Go two minutes ahead if you... Don't listen to Shameless, but basically... Does that mean you're going to be talking for the next two minutes? No, I'm not talking. I'm not, not going to be talking for two minutes, but I don't want to give away a spoiler. It's really a quick thing. Basically, this guy ends up going to prison instead because he's really sick. And it, and since he can't pay for it, he ends up going to prison on purpose because he can get healthcare in prison. Because we live in a world where it makes more sense for homeless people to go to prison than to live on the streets or to because they can't get healthcare because they can't afford it. So they'd rather go to prison. That is the most messed up thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Also, do you know in prison they pay you to work? Like very little, but they pay you. But right, but like so it's better it's better for these homeless people to be in prison than to be on the streets. It's better for sick people to be in prison than to not be on the streets and not be able to afford it. Let's go to prison. You wanna go to prison? <laughs> Let's, go to prison. <laughs> Let's go to prison. It's like a dream, you know, like working with your best friend, like going to prison with your uh, best friend. Like, and then by the way, it'd be more socially acceptable if you were in love. You know, you guys will get a lot more out of these episodes if you can see our hand motions. <laughs> We're great. Speaking of being broke, I actually am broke. So I just started an Etsy shop. It's called The Baby Box Co. And we are going to link it down below. I'll probably post some stuff on our Instagram of my inventory. So if you guys know anybody that is pregnant or that just gave birth, it is a cute little gift box. And it's actually a lot more affordable than most of the gift boxes out there, which is why I created it. Because I was looking for a present for someone who had just had a baby 
and everything was so expensive. So I'd love if you guys could check out my Etsy shop that is gonna be linked down below. I just wanna say I am Nikki's first customer. I bought a baby box. I'm gonna be delivering it hand delivery when I get to Florida to my cousin who just had a baby, a gorgeous princess. And I am obsessed with the box. It is so cute, so original, so perfect. You know how, like, I mean, I have this problem where, like, again, you know me, like, comfortable style, very easy, not very pretty. And I don't really know how to buy gifts, like, baby clothes for other people because I don't know what they would like. And people are really particular. And Nikki, her fashion expertise and her opinion is so good. So she chose out all these great sets that you can literally choose from. And... They're so adorable, they're so pretty and perfect and prim, and I can't wait for my baby to be wearing them. Hey Esther, what? that was our first sponsor. Baby Bucks was our first sponsor. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my god, we're, we're gonna be sponsor. rich! <laughs> I'm our sponsor, it's me, I'm the sponsor. Just, just about being broke. But but other sponsors out there, how good did we I just do? Just that was great, right? <laughs> Going back to the being broke thing for one second. Yeah, that's what this is about. I actually thrive with being broke. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys a little secret. Sorry. I'll tell you. <laughs> You disagree that I thrive? No, I disagree that I thrive. Oh, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I love laughing at myself <laughs> in my misery. So when I, like, <laughs> you know, I'll buy something expensive and everyone will be like, well, how can you afford that? I'm like, listen, a broke person needs to stay broke for the rest of their life, you know? I don't know what to tell you. But I feel like it adds so much to who I am because, like, if I had money, which I'm going to give you a little secret, I just checked my bank this week and I actually am surprised with how much money I have. Wow. But, so you can afford to send the both of us to Hawaii? Yes, but I won't. But I still love telling people that I'm broke. Nobody likes like those rich people that can just afford whatever they want. Like it's so much more fun to complain about having to buy a toothbrush. <laughs> Anybody who's what? listening to this, I promise you I'm so broke. Guys, she went to the dentist yesterday. They gave her a free toothbrush. We're okay. <gasps> I didn't get a free toothbrush. You go back right now. Nothing. I don't care what time. It's 1030 at night. Go back there right now. She lives in Connecticut. Um, I don't know if she keeps her <laughs> dentist stuff with her. We can oh, go back actually, to Connecticut. Her mom was a hygienist, so maybe. How can I stop being awkward in social situations? Oh, you're asking the two most awkward people that you've ever met in your entire life. Why do you think we're hiding behind a podcast mic? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of the term social anxiety? I am their queen. Yeah. Um, are you old enough to drink alcohol? That's my first question. <laughs> if you are old enough to drink alcohol, it does help. It does help. No? <laughs> no. I'm not the fifth. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that if you're old enough to drink alcohol, that's my tip. If you're not old enough to drink alcohol... Then I'll tell you what to do. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I'm going to be real. It's really hard to put yourself out there, especially in a social situation. And I don't know if you guys have ever ever took the um, the 16 personalities type quiz. Have you taken that? No, I really want to. Can we do it after? I just did it, like, literally last Does week. Does it take really long? No, it's, I mean, it takes a while, but it's just because you have to read, and you're bad at reading, and I'm bad at reading, <laughs> so it takes us a while, but... I'm an introvert. Like, I, I, I say this all the time. I really hate going places. I hate interacting, but when I'm in a social situation, I'm great. I'm really good in social situations, but I'm an introvert. So, for me, it's kind of the opposite, because... I'm really good in situations that I'm comfortable in. Like when I know everybody, like at work, I'm the loudest person. And just in every situation that I know people and I'm comfortable, like you can't get me to shut up. But put me in a crowd of people I don't know. You won't hear a word come out of my mouth. It's so, it's such an extremist. No, yeah, for sure. It's been getting better over time because it just takes like working on it and pushing yourself one little baby step at a time. Exactly. And I think that that's a really important tip because like instead of going to a party and saying like, how am I going to interact with people? Say, I'm going to introduce myself to one person. And then you find yourself a little someone on the side that doesn't look as intimidating and you say, hey, 
I'm here. I don't really know anybody. Do you know anybody? What's your name? You know? Because you don't want to give yourself this big, broad goal that feels scary because then it's just going to increase the anxiety and increase the awkwardness. And another really cool thing I heard once was I told someone (laughs) years ago, I told someone that I had social anxiety and they looked at me and they were like, huh, you're such a liar. And because every time I had met this person, like I had always been in a comfortable situation for myself. So they've never experienced that side of me. But what they said is, it was so smart. They said that your body language and your energy give off a vibe, which is more important than what you say and what you do. They were explaining to me that in a situation that I feel uncomfortable, if I would just not act uncomfortable, even if I was, and just like push myself to just be myself, the idea is that the more awkward you think you are, the more awkward other people will perceive you to be. So instead of sitting there being like, I'm so awkward, I'm so bad at being at social events, just say, okay, I'm not comfortable here, but let me try one thing. And what I would say is, is there are more people than you think in this social situation that feel exactly the same way as you do, that once you get into a conversation with some people, you'll realize that you're not alone in how you feel. Majority of people actually do. There There are people that feel very comfortable all the time, whoever they meet, there are very few people that are actually like that, I would say. I think everybody kind of feels a little uncomfortable at first. They're just not going to admit it. It's like what Esther's saying. It's about the body language that they give off. It's also so funny because if you're thinking about it, every single event you're going to be at in your life, whether it's college or a wedding or anywhere that you feel uncomfortable, look around the room, guarantee there's another five people there that have the same feelings as you. Exactly. So literally, if you want to find an easy target of someone to talk to, look for those people that look Exactly. exactly like you. You know? It's the confidence from within that radiates without. So you just need to like work on your confidence within. I really do think that that would help you when you're in a social situation. Because if you're feeling, if if you're going into it feeling like stronger than you usually would, you're going to give off that energy. You're going to give off that vibe and you're going to have an easier time. As well as if you look put together and you feel good that day. Like if you have a good day and you like put effort into the way that you look and you feel good, you'll have a much easier time giving off a confident energy because you'll feel good. You will be more confident naturally yeah so it's interesting because this actually kind of leads into our next question which was how do I stop caring about what people think about me and <laughs> I wish you could <laughs> see Esther right now she's doing like a motion with the ocean she's like oh I wish I had a clip funny FYI when I'm socially anxious I need to be doing something with my hands actually I always need to be doing something with my hands do you bring a fidget like with you to parties <laughs> no you don't loser alert loser alert no, but when, <laughs> when fidget spinners were a thing, I had like 25. Oh, And I didn't God. pay for any of them myself. You sold them. Who wants to know what? Canadian stores. <laughs> Who wants to know what I did? What'd you do? I was in Australia for the year with 52 other girls. And, and you stole them. No. I basically made an announcement. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Back to the being broke. I was like, guys, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I can't believe oh it. My God. I was like, guys, I just want to say I can't afford a fidget spinner. Oh. So if anybody wants to donate, I'm taking 10 cent donations. And everybody was like, of course, they're going to give 10 cents, but nobody has 10 cents on them. So everybody was giving me 25 cents. Oh. Some people gave me a dollar. Some people gave me $2. She is I literally, I literally got, no, but everyone felt bad for me because I was asking for 25 cents. So they all gave it. So I literally made, I made You're money. You're so smart. I off the fidget go- spinner. I'm gonna go cash up every single person in my family 25 cents. And you'll And our dad's family is like a family no, of like 100. Cash up, you could do a dollar. No, I would do Venmo. It's true. I should Venmo. Venmo. Either Venmo. But if all of you want to Venmo me, okay, let me, let me be honest with you. If I came to you and said, hey, can I have 25 cents? You look in your wallet, you say, I don't have 25 cents. Here's five bucks. Here's a dollar. Five? It depends on what you have. Me, though. Not you. I'm talking okay, about, let's say, your person. dad. 
He'd oh, be like, yeah, yeah. I don't have here. You yeah. know, they're, they're yeah, not going to give me 25 cents. <laughs> here, let me take it to the bank to go get change <laughs> from this dollar bill. Like, no. Or if they have more than 25 cents, they'll be like, here, I'll give you 50 cents. Like, what, what was so the much. point of this again? Why the point is focus? that I bought fidget spinners without my money. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many of them. How do, how do we stop caring what people think about us? And I that think is the question. If I you guys were listening to the last few episodes, you would know that I'm struggling with this because there are people in my life that hate me. <laughs> I think it's going to be an ongoing struggle always yeah. in our lives because there's going to be different times where we're feeling confident, different times where we're feeling insecure, different situations, different, you know, in college you might be one person and then in, I don't know what, in camp you might be another you know what I'm saying like, there's always there's people that are like that I'm like that that's my sister me. apparently is like that I don't know that's just what she I hear is. from other people she's really like that I've been there I've seen both I personally think the way that I I said this at the other episode I said I usually don't care what people think about me I really usually don't unless it's like my close friends like I really don't usually care what people think about me like strangers and it's because I'm I'm trying to live my life for me and I know that might sound selfish but it's my life. In every so, single episode, you say something so selfish. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's my life. It's my wedding. It's my this. It's my, it's my dog. I can cut his ear wherever I want. It's my life. So why should I sit around being like, well, they don't like that I do this, or they don't like that I do that. But if I'm doing this thing for me, then why should I care if it concerns other people? No, you're unless it's right. like a, Unless it's a bad thing. Like, let's say it's like, I'm going around, like, cutting people's hair, like, with their own <laughs> It's a great example, but it's your life. You gotta do things for yourself. <laughs> well, I'm saying that's not okay. Like then I would understand people <laughs> at, at the expense of other no. people. It's not okay. That's why I think that people are like that. Girl, Nikki, she's crazy. She could do her hair when you're up. <laughs> like that wouldn't be okay. But I'm saying like, who cares if people don't like the way I dress? I'm dressing for myself. I'm dressing how I feel comfortable and confident. So screw them. <laughs> You would honestly get a lot of attention if you started cutting people's hair that point. <laughs> okay. Me and Nikki love attention. Give us all your Wait, attention. Wait, if I did that and I sold that on Etsy, do you think that would do well? I'll, I'll literally make the listing say, lock of hair. She doesn't know I took it. <laughs> Pause. I've had campers cut out one of my curls and put it in a piece of tape and keep it. What do they do with it now? They probably have an Esther. It's probably like a bookmark. House. It's probably like a bookmark of They're my like hair. They're like a shrine in their house of pictures of you and like a lock of your hair. It's kind of, yeah. It was a little bit interesting. <laughs> That's a little creepy. Interesting. Well, whatever, it doesn't bother me. I had so much, you can't even tell where I cut it my from. My point is, is that I personally think that you are living your life for you and as long as you're doing the right things to be a good person, then that's all that should matter. So who cares if they don't like certain things about you as long as you love yourself. And I have nothing left to add because you literally said it all perfectly. And again, it's going to be something that's going to be challenging for everybody at different times and in different situations. But you got to do you and you got to be you and you got to embrace yourself and you have the best chance of being happy when you're not worried about that because you're never going to make everybody happy. And I think a lot of times, a lot of these things come down to is that you have to love yourself. The last question. Can you guys talk more about what we missed when you weren't making podcasts? Like, why were you guys calling each other crying every day? Also, can you explain the whole living with your aunt thing and the moving in with your dad thing? Are you going to move back with your aunt later? Also, can you guys make podcasts every Wednesday and Monday? I wish. I am so flattered. Thank can you. I, you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll love you. We will. Maybe, maybe we'll feature we you. Like, mm-hmm. You know, maybe one day we will. If you guys start sponsoring us, we will be able to quit our day jobs. Yes. And do it. Every exactly. Monday and Wednesday. Just one dollar of Venmo a day. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I guess we'll start with me. Part of the reason I called Esther crying every day was because 
because I actually posted pictures of me crying on our Instagram, but it didn't fit our aesthetic, so I deleted it. If you guys want to see it, I could post it on our Instagram, but I wanted it to delete it. I wanted, you know, I'm trying to keep like a cute aesthetic going, but part of it was because of that. You know, I was living with my aunt, and it just was very stressful the whole apartment hunting situation. And I thought that we found an apartment that we really loved, so we we went in for it, and there were some problems with it. My aunt wasn't a hundred percent agreeing with the landlords on everything and so we weren't going to accept the keys but then we did accept the keys so I was able to move some of my stuff in and then there were some things that the apartment was missing and my aunt was like fine I'll just take it off of rent and they basically said like if you take it off of rent we're gonna sue you and so my aunt was like okay we have to move out and it had just been like so much back and forth and up and down with the whole apartment thing and it was just like a lot of stress on everybody I think in this situation so because of that, I decided not to move in with my aunt, and it has nothing to do with my love for her, my love for her kids. Like, I really do love them so much, but the actual, like, living there when I was actually there was just very stressful, and I know a lot of it was because of apartment hunting, but it kind of did, like, affect things a little bit to the extent that I was like, okay, I think I just need to go somewhere where I can have, like, a stable environment right now, and my aunt... I wasn't going to be able to have a stable environment for a few weeks and I didn't really like everything has been so up in the air because of coronavirus and moving around and being at my boyfriend's house and leaving and it's just been so much so I was like you know if I go to my dad at least I'll have a nice stable environment that I can just like you know park myself in get do things that are important like school like my baby boxes like podcasting like just focus on those type of things so for right now I'm living at my dad permanently um you don't know where life yeah, will go. Yeah, who knows where life will go. Um, do I love living in my hometown in the middle of freaking nowhere? Not really. But it, it right now it's a little bit better because I have a car and it makes it a little bit easier than living in the city. And there's cool hurricanes. And there's cool hurricanes and, you know, when we go for walks in the fresh air here, we don't have to wear masks. Not that we don't wear masks when we're around other people, but we live in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, we don't have to wear masks because no one's around us. And um, in the city, you have to wear a mask everywhere. And I walk my dog three times a day. And that was, like, really hard. <laughs> but, so for, yeah, for right now, I'm not going to be living with so my So the aunt. real reason she moved to her dad's house is so that she doesn't have to wear a mask. mask. No, I wear a mask, I promise. But, yeah, it just, it was a lot of really stressful things. And that, that was making me cry. And I had some, I, did I have school issues? I think I was also in school at the time. It was just a lot of things on my plate. So there was hearing those people in my life talk bad about me because that affected a lot of the things and then there was like all the stress of the apartment situation at my aunt and like it was just very it was a very negative environment at the time to be in because of all the stress and that really affects me because I I tend to think that things are my fault always even if people tell me it's not my fault it's just I always think that things are my fault so it ended up like you know I just felt like things were were really on top of me and that really affected me a lot and that hurt me a lot. So when, and then when I came out to the decision to come here, like that was hard for me also. So that may have contributed to me crying a lot because this is not a place that I've ever lived. Like, I, I mean, I can't say too much, but um, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't what I thought was going to happen. So it was just like when a lot of things, when, when you have a lot of things planned out and they get thrown off track, it's just really stressful. But now I'm trying to make the best out of my situation. I feel a lot happier. I feel a lot better just being here, being around my dad and my family. Like it just feels a lot better than I really even thought it was gonna feel. So that was my situation, Esther. <laughs> Take my, it away. For my situation. I know you're all so interested in hearing. Um, <laughs> for the four months of Corona, I was in Florida living my best life with like amazing people. And I came back to New York 
really spontaneously with an injured leg, finally experiencing the pain that everybody's been going through with COVID, which I haven't yet felt until now. And then I went back to my office and all the little details, when I looked at my life, I saw dead end. I don't have a degree. I didn't even start college. I have a job that there's no growth potential for me in. In my community where I grew up, girls my age are married and having kids. Like it's, for me, it's not happening right now. So, and I'm okay with that, but it's just like, we are now, you know? And I actually had a conversation with my friend this week and she was saying that it's crazy. It's crazy how our community prepares us for a life that we can't necessarily choose. You don't get to choose when you find the right one and when you get married. So how can we base our entire upbringing on that step and say your life will start when you get married? So I think it was really the, the hardest part for me was the fact that like, none of my friends were living in my hometown at the time. Nikki wasn't living there yet. And my friends have all gone away and I was experiencing like, I couldn't, not not only can you not go indoors because everything is closed, I can't go anywhere outdoor because my leg was is severely injured. By the way, FYI, <laughs> I said that already this podcast, but I'm gonna say it again. Um, three months later and I'm going for an MRI this week. Um, I just felt very trapped and very stifled. And then specifically in my house, my room is like, we kind of made a room out of like a giant room. So it's really small. Um, there's not a lot of sunlight and there is a mold problem there, which granted we are trying to fix. We've cleaned the mold, we've gotten a dehumidifier, but the moisture problem is so bad, especially when it rains. Thank you to the hurricane. <laughs> what was the name? Isaiah? Oh, she had a name? Yeah, Isaiah or something. I don't know. Isaiah? I realized that unless I take charge of my life, I, it's not going to improve in any way. So the first thing I did was sign up for college. And then I asked my boss for more responsibility in the office. And then Nikki moved to my hometown. So that was great. The more I kept going through every single day, realizing how miserable I was and how unhappy I was, I realized I needed out. So I'm not running away from my problems, I would say, but I'm going to a better solution, which I know it's gonna be good. And I'll be real, it's scary to pick up and move. I'm literally picking up my entire life and moving to Florida, which is another state. I'm taking my car and I'm not going home again. So yeah, even I, even if I move back to New York in the future, it's not gonna be back home. So I really have to pack up everything and I'm switching over my insurances and it feels really scary and overwhelming, but I know that once I get there, it's gonna be so good for me. And the house that I'm gonna be living in is just, there's space for me. There is amazing people that I can surround myself There's with that will pool. keep me in a positive place. A pool, a tennis court, a, a gated in community where I can freaking go running every day, you yeah. know? It's just, there's a lot of great options. So really stressful and it was a really rough couple weeks, but on to bigger and better. And on that note, I hope that wasn't like a depressing note to end on. Well, we do have some really good advice for you guys this week. So... Shall we do it? Yeah, you want to read it? I wish we had a little song that was like, do 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 advice. We're not going back to the ukulele. Yes, you who misses the ukulele? Raise your hand if you do. Well, when one of my goals when I'm in Florida is to re-pick that up again. <sighs> okay. Advice of the week. Don't put up with people who talk badly about you or hurt you. It doesn't matter if they're the president of the United States or a billionaire. Don't let yourself get hurt by anyone. Surround yourself with good people. My advice is do not put up with bad energy and clap back. Honestly, I appreciate that. It works for everybody in every situation. A motto to live your life by. Clap back. Clap back. <laughs> Someone gives you bad energy on the phone. <laughs> and with that. That was awesome, guys. Again, you can always send us your questions through our anonymous submission form, which will be linked down below. We also take questions through our email, through our Instagram. If you guys want to get more personal on email, we always respond to them or we can respond to them here. If you like what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review. And also make sure that you follow us on Instagram. We are at darktwistypod and our email is darktwistypod at gmail.com. Esther? 
D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D. We love you guys so, so much, and we can't wait to talk to you again. Next Wednesday? <laughs> Jokes. Goodbye!